given that it is Arkansas week, I just wanted to take some time to give my opinion on the barbecue scene here in Auburn, um, because that is what you came here for. I'll say this. I think it's a close, it's a close competition for who is number one. And for me, it is Moe's Barbecue and Byron Smokehouse. Um, if you've been following the Byron story for a while, obviously, you know, Patrick Party LLC is, um, very invested in Byron's, um, really their breakfast, but, you know, just kind of in the transition within the last year, they had actually kind of gone away from their barbecue. They had brought it back under the, um, new management. It is back. It is as good as it's been. It is the same quality. And I'll say this, um, it Byron's I am more a fan of like Byron's sauces and more of their um sausages to be honest um when I go to Byron's I've enjoyed they have a a link sandwich um they also have I I do enjoy a good pulled pork plate at Byron's Byron's is like the good like plate if you want like a barbecue plate Go to Byron's. I guess they're trays at Moe's Barbecue. Um, now at Moe's, everyone talks about the um, chicken with the uh, that white the Alabama white sauce at Moe's. That is what I've heard is very well done. Also, their wings. They have Wing Wednesdays if you are into wings. Um, Moe's. You know, Moe's also can become more of well. If you if if it's dinner, you have to go to Moe's because Byron's is closed. Byron's is kind of more your lunch spot, in my opinion. I have gone to Moe's for lunch um, a couple times recently with some people. Um, Moe's, I think, obviously can turn into more of a bar scene at night, but Moe's is fun with the vibes. It's downtown. Um, I There's just like a crunch to their pulled pork sandwich that I really enjoy. Um, of course, they also have the Bent Creek location, more of the adult um, bar. Um, when it kind of turns into nighttime. Um, but I really recommend both. I really enjoy, if you're feeling fat, um, and you might be this weekend, I don't know. Um, I haven't done this in a while, but their redneck nachos are really good at Moe's. I highly recommend. I will say just some other honorable mentions. Um, I preferred bow and arrow in the old format. Um, when you got to go through the line, that is how it is done in Texas. And I know a lot of people got very confused and did not understand that and thought it was like not as classy because they, you know, owned by Acre and everything. That is how it's done in Texas. They cut the brisket right in front of you. That's how they did it at Shout Out Terry Black's Best Barbecue I've ever gotten from a restaurant my entire life. It was incredible. Um, that's in Austin. But what I do enjoy, the thing I go to order at Bonero is their cheesy brisket tacos. It is delicious. Brisket is so easy to mess up, but when it is done well, I think it, I don't think it can be, I mean, it is so good. Um, and they do a very good job in their brisket tacos. Um, so I highly recommend that at Bow and Arrow. Other than that, um, I don't really think there is, um, Jim and Nick's, which I know is a chain, but they do a good, um, baked potato. I've kind of gotten into the baked potatoes recently, not at Jim and Nick's, but just, in general, so I encourage you to eat barbecue this weekend in celebration of Auburn playing Arkansas, the Pigs. And with that, Woo Pig! Yeah,
everything's gone. They're not gonna keep him off the field tonight. War Eagle. Hey, 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 and welcome on into the Patrick Party podcast. This November tenth, kind of Friday morning, cloudy, cloudy day. Friday morning, a little bit of a little bit of rain. Um, addition, it is Arkansas week. Auburn coming off. Back-to-back SEC wins for the first time in some time since that 21 season. And Auburn has a chance this weekend to win back-to-back SEC road games in cons- um, for the first time since the uh, 20... Actually, I believe they might have done it in 21, but um, in consecutive weeks, it's been a minute. And um, it, it, an exciting an exciting time of year. Uh, basketball season is also in full swing. We're mostly just going to focus on football um, for now on this program, um, but an exciting time of year with basketball, football, really starting to get into some big games, kind of really starting to see where exactly teams lie, and it's an exciting time of year. Three games remain for um, the Auburn Football Tigers. That is their road matchup up in Fayetteville this Saturday, New Mexico State at home, and then the Iron Bowl at home the Saturday after Thanksgiving. We'll close out the regular season. Auburn just one win away from a bowl game appearance. So we'll likely have some coverage of that as well here on the Patrick Party. Um, We will do announcements at the end or throughout. So let's just kind of little recap. I was actually um, fortunate enough to make it to the game in Nashville. This, this Saturday will actually be the first time I haven't been at a Auburn game in person since the Cal game, and it will only be Cal and Arkansas that I'll miss this season, um, but um, a fun atmosphere of mostly Auburn fans, as I'm sure you've seen by now. Um, you know, everyone was really hating on the construction sites and and how difficult that made entering and exiting and some weird stuff. I don't really fault Vanderbilt for that, just to be honest, because if there is construction, that is a sign of them like actually trying to be better and like trying to make what was kind of a dump of a stadium like actually kind of nice and have some appeal to it. It felt very high school esque because there was nothing in either end zone um, with all the construction. Now, granted, it will be enclosed once it is done, and so I, I think ultimately what they are doing they kept showing the renderings and trying to promote it and vandy united i think is like the name of the whole campaign so i i don't i do not fault them for that it was i will say the parts of the stadium i was in and other Auburn fans are in are not changing it's really just the end zones and yeah it could use some work um but overall i mean other than the fact that my phone didn't work um wasn't really able to tweet as much and be online um a fun time, uh, never really a doubt of it, how Auburn was going to fare um, in the game. And um, they had really, and I'll say this, I was not in the press box, got word from the press box, per sources, the food was top tier, um, which we love to see. We love to see um, some top tier press box food. I'll say, I did not get food inside the stadium I ate before and after but I did get um, a water, and normally I just do the, the go-to Dasani um, water. And if I'm at a road game, you know, I try not to drink um, soft drinks these days um, to not look like Santa, even though tis the season. But I always get a, I do get one at away games because I want the commemorative cup uh, to remember the trip. 
um, and I have a little collection, but I also get water, you know, to balance it out. And they had these fancy, if you've seen the beers that are like in the screwable top cans, you know, not like a can with like a pop top thing, but like the screw um, that you kind of screw the top off. They had Aquafina as that. That was their water option. They had water fountains, but that was their water option. It was a very interesting water experience. Um, and overall, you know, the stadium kind of filled in uh, midway through the first quarter. And um, big crowd, big Auburn contingent. Um, and just, I don't want to, like, redo the whole game. But a, a pretty good showing. Not an entirely clean showing by Auburn. Um but not not a bad one, and we'll say on offense it was huge that I think Auburn got off to a strong start um, in the football game. Um, I actually, did, you know, the Peyton Thorne interception was just one of the, um, you know, I think the sun was in his eyes, and he didn't see the guy. It was not a good look. I wasn't there for that. Um, I was running back from the bathroom, and when I say running, I, I do run. I don't like to miss plays, but... Um, just missed that one, but, uh, Thorne 17 to 27 on the day, 194 yards, two touchdowns, 63% completion percentage, a lot of drops free said in that Monday press conference, seven drops that it, it's one of those things where Auburn took care of Vanderbilt. They won 31, 15 and it was never really in doubt, but I, I, it is still fair to say Auburn struggled in some areas and had some things that I think you could point to and be like, Oh, um, don't want to do this thing as a better team or you might not win. Um, one of those, of course, being that pick six. And it's funny, a week after Auburn against Mississippi State, we talked so much about it in the second half, they were so conservative and it was like Tuberville ball. And it was just like, don't do something stupid and give them a chance. That kind of proved the point of why they were doing that. That's what they were trying to avoid. And that is what um, happened in this one. Um, but other than that, Thorne, a pretty good day. The drops are going to be crucial and that's just kind of been a problem the receivers have just kind of struggled with that all season long um nine receivers got catches on saturday so still passing the ball around javarius camden brown jay fair rivaldo caleb burton you know you know kind of since that bye week auburn kind of had a reevaluation of who they were going to play and really focus on this wide receiver game of course rivaldo um kind of also that tight end spot as well but Javarius Johnson, Jay Fair have definitely been, um, you know, kind of your returners and just people that we kind of saw coming at the beginning of the season. But they've really leaned on two guys that there's been a lot of talk about. But we finally started to see them get into the game, and that's Camden Brown and Caleb Burton, and then, you know, with their talent and just their measurables, really start to be a presence in this one. And um, I, I, I think the big takeaway from the day had to have been Jarquez Hunter's 183 yards on 19 attempts. His, two of his first three plays went forever 50 yards at the 56-yard touchdown run and a 67-yard touchdown run. Freeze did mention on the the last touchdown run um, in the in the fourth quarter that got called back. He was like, "Look, like that was the correct that was the correct call." But Jarquez is being a lot more patient. That was something Freeze really mentioned in the press conference. He's like, "Look, like Jarquez." He is he is looking, he's waiting, he's finding the holes, he's letting the play develop a little bit before just blasting off, and that's been really key for him. And overall with this Auburn offense, it's one of those, you know, maybe you wish you could have scored a little bit more, but 
whenever Vanderbilt even had the slightest bit of momentum, they were able to um, just they were able to take advantage, score. They had 14 points to start the game in the first quarter. After Vanderbilt, you know, scored a later touchdown in the second half or the second quarter, they had 14 points to just immediately start the third quarter, and it was just never really in doubt from there. Auburn winning 31-15 in Nashville. Um, looking ahead to this Arkansas game now, which is really the focus of today's show, it, Arkansas coming off a win against Florida. First time ever. I mentioned this on pregame. They had never won in the Swamp. They have now won in the Swamp. Um, little Arkansas timeline. They had really struggled. Lost a lot of close games this season. It's been a very weird season. They've even played better on the road than they have at home. So, I mean, it's like kind of the joke of does Auburn have the advantage of like playing this one in Fayetteville? I don't know about all that but they've just it's been a very weird season for Sam Pittman people have even talked about like how much longer do we need to be doing the Sam Pittman thing I mean like we've it has been a weird weird season up in Fayetteville and it's one of those things where I think for Arkansas the offense was just so bad and you know they lost big thing with Sam Pittman is they lost both coordinators, you know, Kendall Bryles going to TCU and uh, their defensive coordinator left as well. And Arkansas hired Travis Williams, shout out former Auburn Tiger was of course on kind of a big part of that defensive revival um, that Auburn experienced uh, with Kevin Steele and Malzahn in that era of Auburn football. And, um, He's now, he was he then became the defensive coordinator when Harson didn't retain him with Gus at UCF and is now at Arkansas with Sam Pittman and it, it just kind of talking about this weird schedule Arkansas flirted around with Kent State at home second game of the season ended up winning twenty eight to six lost to BYU thirty eight thirty one lost to LSU on the road thirty four thirty one lost to A and M um thirty four twenty two lost to Ole Miss twenty seven twenty on the road lost to Alabama twenty four twenty one on the road a lot of these close games the big bad one was the loss at home to Mississippi State seven to three um that was we talked about that a little bit right before the Auburn Mississippi State game and they fired uh, Danny Nuss, their offensive coordinator, um, who had kind of gone away from what Arkansas, this big power run team with K.J. Jefferson and Rocket Sanders. Um, and they were they had really kind of just lost themselves. And I heard this comparison this week, and I think it's kind of accurate. It, it, it almost feels like um, they, they ran the ball a lot more against Florida, and we'll talk about that performance in a second. But it almost feels like, Maybe kind of like what Auburn did with the transition from Harson to Cadillac is are they kind of refinding their identity and kind of just going back to the basics of let's just go to our strengths and what we think we're good at and see what we can do with this. And um, it appears that's what they've done. They after on October 21st, when they lost to Mississippi State 7-3, to they had a bye week. Last week, they played at Florida, a place they've never won in the swamp, early morning game. Went a 39-36 overtime game in that one. KJ Jefferson has a three-touchdown performance. Rocket Sanders looked like him old self, ran for a season-high 103 yards. Um, Sanders and Jefferson almost combined for 
almost 200 total yards rushing. Um, first 100-yard rusher of the 2023 season for Arkansas was Rocket Sanders last Saturday. And I do think it's fair to ask the question um, when looking at this kind of Arkansas um, finding themselves on offense and really finding themselves on the ground and the ground game is how much of this was Arkansas finding themselves and leaning into the talent and the things they are good at and how much of this was, yeah, um, Florida's not good on the defensive side. And I think it can be. It certainly can be both. So I think it's very I, – I, I think this Saturday could really show against a better Auburn defense, a bend-don't-break-Auburn defense, where this Arkansas offense really stands. And you just talk about this Auburn defense. I mean, Saturday was – this past Saturday was kind of the perfect example of it, you know, of just like how many times did Vanderbilt – there was a couple times – especially in the second half where Vanderbilt was just taking these really long drives. I mean, they had, I think their one touchdown drive of the second half legitimately was almost 10 minutes. Um, like sincerely, it took up the, the majority of the fourth quarter. And, um, it's just one of those things where like they're grinding it out. And there were several times, even against Vanderbilt where it's like, gosh, Auburn, like you just keep getting to these third downs. It was more later in the game. Um, and you do wonder how much of that is people, someone, well, I was with like made a comment of like conditioning. I was like, no, like it, they're playing so many snaps. And I think it's one of those things where, I mean, this defense really has been bend, don't break, even look against like Ole Miss. Like it, it it's just like continually like finding a way to try and give the offense a chance. And I, I think we're going to see that on Saturday. Um, and I'm interested to see how this Auburn defensive front holds up. And I think the big question of this game was, will Arkansas still be able to run the ball when Auburn knows they're trying to run the ball and can Auburn stop them or will Arkansas just still be better? Because I think a mark of a really good team is we can run the ball and move people out of the way and block. The best Malzahn teams are like that. Think about 13. If Auburn was on the one-yard line, they could move you out of the way to get Trey Mason in the end zone. You know, and... It, it, I just think it kind of comes back to that principle is, is Arkansas going to be able to do that? Because I think that's more their identity. You just think about Sam Pittman and this offensive line coach at Arkansas. They're not this big flashy team. They're, they're kind of ground pound. We got this big quarterback that's going to run you over. We got this running back rocket Sanders. That's going to run you over. And I'm interested to see just kind of with their identity, what they try to do and how this Auburn defense responds um, and is able to, really to stop the run because I I think if Arkansas is able to run in this game, Auburn is, um, you know, in a position they do not want to be in. If Arkansas, if all, if Auburn's able to kind of make Arkansas one-dimensional and dares them to throw the ball, I think Auburn's secondary against that Arkansas offense is a matchup Auburn wants to play in this game. This is a matchup Auburn and Ron Roberts wants to lean into. And um, shout out to the Auburn defense. I didn't mention this with the Vanderbilt. Um game but they got their uh an interception to seal seal the night and that makes 18 straight games with a um inner some kind of turnover a defensive turnover for auburn the <coughs> ties um the most recent streak of this magnitude being 18 straight games in the 2007 2008 seasons we'll see if auburn can do it again and we've talked about this ron robert defense and 
this delayed blitz packages and so much of the game now and I think why in the sport we've seen you know it it's been such an offensive boom the last 10 years um of you know just all these high powered offenses and scoring a lot of points and all these 40 to 40 games and there's kind of been this correction on the defensive side is if we want to stop these offenses and confuse them like scheme wise we got to run all these different kind of fronts and run all these different kind of covers and run all these different kind of things to where the offensive coordinator on the other team is literally guessing and we don't know what kind of defense we're even going up against. It's that multiplicity. I don't know if I said that word right, that Ron Roberts brings to this Auburn defense and that others professionals are bringing to theirs as well. And so it's one of those things of how is this Auburn defense going to be able to confuse Arkansas and despite all of that and despite all this eye candy and everything like just at the end of the day like there's all this scheme and there's all this stuff but can you stop the guy in front of you is Auburn going to be able to stop big old 200 plus pound KJ Jefferson 250 plus pound I think because look and I've said this we've said this several seasons now while I think saying oh KJ Jefferson's like Cam Newton that's lazy um, analysis he does look like him. Um, he has the build of a Cam Newton. Um, no, he's led Arkansas to like three or four wins. So I three three wins. So I don't think that's the same as Cam. But the point being, very talented quarterback. They are still a talented team. I think they match up better with Auburn in terms of talent and more on par with Auburn in talent than a Mississippi State and a Vanderbilt. And Auburn had to take advantage of that game. And Auburn had to win. And those wins count just as much. But this is going to be a tougher test. Um, you know, Auburn, of course, won that game at home against Mississippi State. Might as well have been a home game against Vanderbilt. This is going to be a tough road environment. Can all, all This is one of those things you just kind of get whole, you know, big picture and holistic for a second. In this one, I mean, this is the different. I don't. We'll talk about the Iron Bowl later, and we're going to have a lot of coverage of it here. So excited for Thanksgiving week with all of you, but. This is the difference between, like, going 6-6 six and six is like, yeah, improvement, Auburn made a bowl game, they could have a winning season. You go 7-5, and five, you clinch a winning season, there's just, Auburn would be a very happy 7-5. and A&M goes 7-5, and five, they're not happy, right? Ole Miss falls apart at the end of the year and goes 7-5, and five, they're not happy. Missouri falls apart, like, they're 7-5, they're not happy. Tennessee, same thing, like, they're not happy. Florida, I guess they would be happy. They kind of suck, though. But, you know, it's one of those things where, like, Auburn would be a very happy 7-5. and 5. That could, that 7-5 and 5 just puts you in better bowl potential. And it, it it is one of those – technically, Auburn is not the favorite in this game. And all season long, Auburn is taking care of the teams they should just be better than, but they have lost to the teams they're not supposed to be. And Auburn should be better than Arkansas, but this is kind of a fringe game. This is a could-go-either-way kind of thing. And it's can Auburn just man up and be the better team and win on the road in a tough environment, away from home. Fayetteville is close to literally nothing, um, even though I hear the food scene is really cool. Um, so I'll have to go at some point, because I've actually heard their barbecue is good. Um, Shout-out to the cold open. But it this is just such a – I think this is such a big game for how this season is perceived. And of course, with Arkansas winning last week, I don't, I don't even really know my feelings in this one. I, I think it's going to be a closer than comfort game for both teams. And can Auburn? Well, I guess Arkansas. The closer it gets for Arkansas, the more comfortable they probably are. Because um, I think they still have. I mean, they are a three-win team. I think they have the vibes as an underdog. Um, but I, I think just kind of holistically in this one. 
it is such a big game for just like optics and not to say that six and six you can't point to improvement and everything else i think it just really solidifies you as like okay like auburn is above a clear tier of teams now it's how can next season can the narrative all off season be let's go from good to great um and so i am interested it is going to be a fascinating game once again auburn the three o'clock sec network game it's becoming you know mid-afternoon with the tigers um this will be the um fourth straight week we've done this time um and we'll do it again uh, let's see we have mississippi state vanderbilt arkansas no next week will be the fourth straight week um with the um New Mexico State game also at 3 o'clock on the SEC Network. And then Iron Bowl, likely, it will be announced on Monday, 2.30 CBS. For the final time. Because the sport is changing. Um, which is weird to think about. No more CBS. I'll cry later. But um, maybe. Probably not. Um, let's talk about this Auburn offense for a second. Um, it's an offense that has found itself, found its identity. Um, the big news out of practice. Um Holden Garner is your number two quarterback. Um, kind of heard from some people that Falburn had got up more in that Vanderbilt game that Holden probably would have gone in. And I think it just makes sense. And this is no shade to Robbie. Um, but Robbie, just the style he plays and the passing is just not up to. He just doesn't fit the type of offense Philip Montgomery and Hugh Freeze are trying to install here at Auburn. That's why they went and got Peyton Thorne to start with. No one's saying Robbie's not athletic or he can't do it or whatever. He just is not the type, the style of quarterback. You know, you're putting a round peg in a, peg in a square hole. And, I mean, you look back to when they're running both quarterbacks, they're running two offenses, and they pretty much said, look, let's go back to what we're comfortable with. Let's go back to the tempo. Let's go to the offense that we have been practicing for and have trying to enact in the offense we want to run. A shell of the offense, I think. We want to run in the future. And they've done that with Thorne. And they just said, all right. And I think this kind of goes back to this early offseason narrative that I think I mentioned and several people have mentioned of if Thorne wins the job, does Holden become the backup because he can actually fit the system better? And I think that's kind of what we're seeing. Freeze unprompted and the press conference went on and on about Holden Garner. And I know it's a tough scene for Ashford. And I think we all, after all he endured last season and leading the team in such a good way with Cadillac at the end of the year, and he has some sparks in the Iron Bowl, and everyone, it, it, it would have been a really good feel-good story to see him succeed. But I just don't think that's the direction Auburn's going. And it's just simply not the offense Auburn is trying to run. And <clears throat> Thorne's obviously been successful the last two weeks. Granted, I know the competition. I think that's what it's going to be so revealing about this game is kind of where Auburn stands in this SEC you know, pecking order of are they still kind of more towards the bottom or are they like a solid middle ground 7-5 and five team? Um, and so I think that's why Saturday's matchup is so big. So if something goes crazy, don't be shocked if Holden comes in. Robbie has not played. The last two weeks, he played maybe two or three snaps against Mississippi State. Did not play at all against Vanderbilt. Um, so, just keep that in mind. Um, outside of that, I think it's just the same kind of game plan. I think the start in this one is really big. The more you let Arkansas creep in, the more something weird might happen. 
how huge with you know Arkansas and their hopes up if they've struggled at home how huge would a big start um be in this one how huge would it be if Auburn got up 10 to nothing or 14 to nothing like it would be I think it would be insurmountable and Auburn could really control this football game I think the start is going to be critical in this one and it, this is a friend this is an inflection game it's actually funny so our we'll start doing some plugs patrickparty.com patrickparty email newsletter has all of our content for the whole week our preview story you know we like to do a word or a phrase it kind of came to me i was thinking this morning like what am i going to write about and because i've been busy with other things and just thought about it and i was like this is really an inflection point of and that sounds dramatic but like and i like to use that word but this is a like I don't even know if I want to say big boy football game because it's Arkansas and they have three wins. Like, they're not good. But this is just a prove-it game for Auburn. Like, prove that you're better than them. You know, like, take care of business. And so, inflection was the word last year when Auburn played Arkansas of, all right, something has to change after this game. Either Auburn has to win and show that they can grab a grips on this season or a change is going to have to be made. I pretty much said that a change was made the Monday after that Arkansas game last year and on Halloween. And I think this year, I don't think it's, if Auburn loses, I don't think it's, Oh my God, the rebuild freeze can't do it. Or the recruits are going to leave or let's all freak out. I think it is much more of how good are you? Are you a team that if you want a bowl game could potentially win eight games, which would be instrumental in a year one, or are you more a six and six, uh, just kind of, we're still building, we're just not there yet kind of team? Or are you a team that really could, I mean, I, I said this to someone, I was like, look, how, and I don't think Auburn's going to win the Iron Bowl, and we'll talk about that later, but I know it's in Auburn and things can get weird, but it wouldn't hurt if Auburn was on a win streak and people were excited and thought Auburn had a chance to pull off an upset. It wouldn't hurt if the narrative went around that like Auburn's got some magic back, you know. The vi- it, for vibes, it wouldn't hurt, and I just think this Arkansas game is so pivotal in that. So I think inflection is going to be the word. Um, so I encourage you to read that as well. For those of you that aren't going to Arkansas, like myself, national TV board, I will have mine printed out. Um, so I encourage you to use that. That is downloadable on PatrickParty.com and our email newsletter. Really good participation on the Pick'em again. Um, shout out to Donna George winning it again two times in three weeks. And Jake Trappen said as well with eight and two records um, in the Pick'em. You can fill that out on PatrickParty.com. Link is in the newsletter. Um, Patrick Party pregame will be Saturday morning um, from Auburn um, on a variety of platforms you can find all that information on the email newsletter as well you found our podcast and that's pretty much it our picks will be out on saturday from tubers corner that's pretty much it um moving forward same kind of coverage for new mexico state i don't know what all exactly we're going to do for iron bowl week i think we're going to go all out just being honest um might do multiple podcasts very excited about um just kind of like recapping the season i think there's just a lot to talk about kind of moving forward and then presuming auburn wins one of the next three we'll do bowl game coverage as well and that'll kind of close out the season so 
um, with that, that's pretty much been our preview show. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy some good barbecue this weekend. I know it's going to rain, but enjoy some fall weather. The trees are starting to get really pretty around town. So enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your college football Saturday. Folks, we are out of here.